What's up? Welcome back to the Animation Revaluation Podcast. Celeste, what's up? Hey, not much. Except for we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things. What's that? Vocaloids, silly. <laughs> That's so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, today's episode is about Vocaloids, something I'm very, very passionate about. And, um... Question, Lizer. Nope. Do you know who was the first Vocaloid? Do I know who the first Vocaloid was? Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was Ronald McDonald's ex-girlfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember her name? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Ronald McDonald's girlfriend was a Vocaloid. Ex-girlfriend. Ex ex-girlfriend yeah. Miku Hatsune no you are wrong what it's yeah you're wrong in fact actually the first vocaloid or considered um is there a number zero <laughs> no I, yeah yeah I guess you can say number zero I mean they're they're considered like the first voice fake but actually, um, the first computer-generated song was um, by an American, if I remember correctly. Actually, I should like to check that. But the <laughs> first, the first, the first uh, ever computer-generated song was actually in English. And um, do you remember? Do you know the Daisy Bell song? Who? The Daisy Bells. I don't know what like, that is. Like Daisy, Daisy. I forgot the rest of the lyrics. That sounds like an old sour cream commercial, I know. It's it's an old, old song. And um, that was actually the first um, computer-generated song. As a Vocaloid, the first Vocaloids ever created were Leon and Lola. Who the hell is that? <laughs> the first Vocaloids! What do you mean, who the hell are they? Is this what you were talking about just before I started the stream that you're like, I'm gonna blow your mind, Lizer? I'm gonna blow the exactly this is it. <laughs> it's like pull the curtain back for a second. And, <laughs> and, I'm and again blow your mind. <laughs> And um they were actually cause you know Vocaloids today are used by like anybody. Anybody can use them. Mm-hmm. The first two, which were Leon and Lo- uh, Lola. So Lola Le- Le- uh, there's they were focused more on soul music soul soul you know uh-huh <laughs> and so um they were both english banks um uh leon was actually uh voiced by a, a an african-american singer and uh lola was voiced by a british singer and um they didn't do well I imagine. Uh, Leon, well leon leon was more popular than lola because uh a lot of people said that lola's voice was very scratchy when they tried to do anything with her and um is, is this them? yeah huh is this them I don't remember seeing like any like of the artwork 
for them. Oh, I literally just googled Leon and Lola <laughs> Vocaloid and this came up. No, they actually use like real picture, like real people's pictures, huh. like for the for the cover of the box. I mean, you couldn't see like see them, but they were like real life people. Okay. For the for the box art, and they were created by a company uh, called uh, Zero G. Okay. And they were and they were strictly only used for professionals. So it wasn't like they put these out there for just anybody to use. So it was like basically for studio mixing sample stuff. Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. I drank. <laughs> hey, it's all good. And so, um, but then later on, um, the ones that we do know was by Krypton. The ones like, you know, Kaito, Luca, and all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you know who was the very first Japanese Vocaloid? Was that Miku? Nope. I hate this you podcast. Are... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I know, I don't know everything about Vocaloid, but I know a lot of things about Vocaloid. I used to be really knowledgeable about them, but now I'm just like, I don't know anything. <laughs> no, like I said, I, because I know you said that you stopped listening to them, like, right? Not so much stop, but like just kind of tapered off. No, I I'm still like I mean, there's periods of time where I will like won't listen to them, and then maybe like a few months later I'll pick them back up again. Mm-hmm. So like it varies. So who's who's the first Japanese Vocaloid? Because apparently the tattoos are lies. What? Say that again. I said who's the first Japanese Vocaloid? Because apparently the tattoos are lies. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually, and the first one that was ever created was uh, Maiko, which is, hold on, which was this one. She was the very first one. That's lewd. I know, right? <laughs> That's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get me banned. Excuse me, does that say first th- one TH. Where? First. First. She's the first. She's the first. She's the first one. She's, she's the, the one. She's the one. She's the one. Okay, second question. Who was the first male Vocaloid? See, my brain is saying Len, but I'm going to say <laughs> Kaito. Yes, you are correct. Woo! They are considered the first generation of Vocaloids. And here's Kaito. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun, funny fact. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> what? <Wait>, what? <laughs> he, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Like, I hear it. Like, come on. Like, if you listen to one of his songs, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Okay. <laughs> But I still love him. Nothing nothing against Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now. The moment of truth. Do you know who was the next Vocaloid? After Kaito? After Kaito. Can I have two guesses? Guess away. My first guess is going to be the obvious Miku. You're wrong. Okay. So now I'm going to say... I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is it Gummy or is it Gumi? 
I think it's Gumi. But, er, you're wrong. I fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's actually Luca? okay. I don't know. No, it's actually okay. Okay, don't freak out. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. Don't freak out, okay? Because I'm going to send you a picture. Is it safe to, to show? So, it's safe. It's safe. It's safe. Okay. So don't, don't get me after, banned. <laughs> so after Kaito was actually... Oh, hold on. Was Sweet Ad. And a lot of people think, like, they say that it's Miku who was right after Kaido. But it was actually Sweet Ad. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Sweet Ad. Sweet Ann needs to get her sweet ass out of here. I don't like her <laughs> smile. That That's the, the cover art for Sweet Ann. Why does it look oddly racist? Here's a, here, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send another one of uh, fan art there. That is not the same person. I said I'll send a fan art. <laughs> That's that's not the same person, even if it's a fan art. Well, anyway, so it's this like if is I, if I showed you a picture of Godzilla and then showed you a picture of a gecko, it's like, oh, it's fan art. Well, okay, it's people draw pictures <laughs> of like real life people, and it, it, to be honest, they're not they don't always look the same. Like the actual person, they tweak it. Nothing wrong with that, if the person wants it. What number Vocaloid is Miku? <laughs> Well, she- so this is considered Generation 1. And, uh, Miku is considered Generation 2. So she's like the first one of Gen 2? She's the first one of Gen 2. Okay. There's Miku. There she goes. Fun fact, Miku gets a model called Snow, Snow Miku every year. Yeah. <laughs> What's English? I don't know. That's cool. That's cool that they, then, that they keep it updated like that. And, um... So, Vocaloids are, um... Generated... Vocals. Like, uh... And they're called, like, voice banks. And basically, what... They are people, like, real-life people... Will go in the studio... And they'll like pronunciate like vowels and words and stuff, and so that way other people can get their voice. So like if somebody, I know a lot of people say like if they can't sing or whatever, would use their voices to produce music. Right. And um, vocal synthesis, synthesis, synthesis. Yeah, like a synthesizer. So, yeah. So their vocal synthesis. And so, um, Miku is actually, like, the most popular and well-known one. And, uh, fun fact, well, I guess not fun fact, sad fact, Kaito is actually considered the failure vocal bank. Good. <laughs> no, not good. I love Kaito so much. Fuck Kaito. <laughs> so, uh... So, uh, when the Gen 1 came out with, uh, Maiko and Kaito, uh, 
Michael, I think, sold like a, I feel I feel like she sold over a thousand or two thousand copies, and Kaito only sold five hundred. And then, yeah. And Miku, uh, she sold, I think, like 20,000 in the first year. Dope. Yeah. So she's, and she's also, like, known as, like, the poster. Yeah, she's the poster child. She's the face. Yes. She's number one. (laughs) In a lot of people's eyes, she's number one. Yeah. I, I, I like Miku. But she's not my like my fave fave. Uh-huh. Do you know who came afterwards? Uh the Kagamins? Yes. Woo! I love this podcast. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> she finally got it right. What do you mean finally? I've been getting them right this whole time. First try. Sure. Okay. What is your perception of the tw- like do you think they're twins do you think they're mirror images like what do you see them as uh what do you mean like do some people think that it's like they're the same person just male and female versions yeah i i always took it as twins they are actually the same person they they actually share the same soul soul excuse me yeah the same soul all right. By by Krypton's words, <laughs> Krypton's the one. But you know they they allow the fans to you know see it how they want to see it. Fucking Krypton! I'm glad Krypton blew up. <laughs> oh my god! Do you know who was after? You've kind of like reached my knowledge on on Vocaloids. That's it. That's just like all I know. <laughs> The next one is Luca, and she is actually my oh, yeah, fave. I, I mentioned her earlier. She's my fave. What confused me, because, you know, from my limited knowledge of Vocaloids, because I haven't Oops. really been on the main I've... front of them in, in a couple of years, is um, I remember there being a thing where it was like people made uh, like fan Vocaloids, and they weren't considered canon, and some of them were actually brought into the canon eventually, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there. Um, a lot of people make their own. So like, um, I mean, Vocaloid world is really confusing. There's <laughs> a lot of Vocaloids. Yeah. There's a lot of like canon Vocaloids, and then there's a lot of fan made Vocaloids. And, the Uteo, a lot of people mess up Uteos for Vocaloids when they're not Vocaloids. So that that's the word so I remember, it, like Uteo, yeah. Yeah, that, like, the most popular one that people get mixed up is, um, I, I don't, Teto? 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 Okay, so here, here's where I want to step in for a second. Okay. My introduction to Vocaloid started with uh, Miku. And uh, the Love is War uh, video. And this was, you know, like, teenage years, uh, first tattoo, dyeing my hair, mohawk. Like, I was, like, a punk, basically. So uh-huh. that, that song, I heard it just, like, scrolling through YouTube when YouTube was a little baby website. And I was, like, hooked immediately. 
and I just craved more stuff like that. And even though I acted like a punk all the time, I also loved like really cute stuff. So I found mm -hmm. the uh, triple baka, which is what's playing in the background right now of the video, and that just like that launched me into into Vocaloid. And I thought that that was like the main cast. I thought they were all Vocaloids. <laughs> I had no idea. So here we have uh, from left to right Akita Neru, Miku Hatsune, and what is her name? <laughs> Teto, she's, she's the Utaloid. She's the Utaloid. Teto Kasane, right? Teto. Yep, she's yes. the Utaloid. So, I knew them, and I knew that video, and I would sing, like, Teto had a part where all she was saying was uh, 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 over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I would just do that. Like, I would be listening to it, and I just, uh, 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 I just do that for so long, and people would be looking at me, and I didn't care, I was like a weeb. Um, but I, I had no idea that they weren't actually Vocaloids until, like, I did research later on, because I loved, um, I, thought... I loved Akita. I, I loved Akita Nero so much, I loved her, like, come on, you give me a, a blonde tsundere, and you expect me not to love her? Like, come she on, is really? a tsundere. Confirmed. And, she and then I, like I found out she was actually supposed to be like the anti Miku, and she's fan made, and her name means like when you break it down, her her name is got bored, went to bed, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's that's where like one of the biggest Vocaloid songs from when I used to watch um, came from, and it was the disappearance of Miku Hatsune because mm -hmm. it was supposed to be like she's taking her down. Okay. How I got introduced, this was like back in MySpace days. Ooh, and, way to date <laughs> yourself, Celeste. I know. Like, um, there, I remember going onto someone's profile, and uh, they, people, like, people were able to, like, have videos autoplay, like, once you go on somebody's profile. Yeah, I hated that. And so I remember going in and it was somebody's profile and they had Darkwood Circus playing. And um, I just, you know, even it was haunting. Like it was like, it was something really different. And I just like fell in love. And I remember staying on that person's profile, like listening to it over and over and over and over again. And finally, I just clicked on a link, went to YouTube and found out that it was uh, Miku Hatsune. And it was a Vocaloid song. I didn't know what Vocaloid was. I honestly thought it was an anime. For the longest time, I thought it was an anime. I was one of those. Like, Me what too, anime yeah. is this? <laughs> like, what anime is this? And people are like, it's not an anime, it's Vocaloid. And I'm like, okay, what is a Vocaloid? And, you know, they're, <laughs> they're like, they're just like singing. Like, they're just music videos. And that didn't give me any answers. I'm like, they're putting me in the music videos. I don't get it. What, 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 what is it? And so then, like a teenage I, boomer. <laughs> and so then, I, I, I started clicking, and so it went from Darkwood Circus, and I saw um, uh, Michael, which was it was the Honey Honey one. Uh -huh. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard of that one, but that was the second one I ever listened to, and I was obsessed with it. I haven't heard of either of these it, songs. <laughs> Darkwood Circus is a really like, it's a. It's dark, like it's fucked up. Oh well, up. yeah, no, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. 
Like, basically the whole video was about, like, um, kids being experimented on and, um, you know, being, like, literally in the circus, you know, for people to, to see. That, that's one and, thing I learned um, over the years of, like, when I used to be really into it, is that a lot of the songs had, like, really dark backstories to them. Yeah, but I didn't know at the time, but that, that Darkwood uh, Circus was a series. Oh, and okay. it was a lot... It was a lot darker because, like, I just I legit thought it was just that one song. Oh, what's what I love about Vocaloid is that um, a lot of songs have stories to them, and it's not just like one video. Sometimes they'll have like two videos, three videos, or four. There is this one series. It, it's like the Evilness one, and it's basically it's basically about like the the, the seven deadly sins. You know, gluttony, pride. Uh, Brass and all that stuff. That's that series alone. I kid you not. Probably has like thirty videos to that story. The one I remember is um, the Kagamine's Three Tragedies. I don't. Which one's that one? It was just like three separate songs, but it was just like Ren and Lin put in these really like sad situations, basically playing characters. Oh, is it? Is it the one where she's like a princess and then like? That's one of them, yeah. Well, that's the series I was talking about. There's actually 30 videos about that. Oh, okay. So I, I guess they must have just taken three and been like, these are their three great tragedies. And I guess they took the three saddest ones or something. No, yeah, no, it's a part. It's a part of a whole series. Like it's freaking 30 videos. It's like, like this series has like so much history that I still don't get it now. <laughs> Because there's so much information. No, I mean, like, each character is like, okay, you know, the, like, you know, talking about, you know, Rin. She was uh, the queen of this of this uh, country. She fell, she falls in love with a guy who was in love with another girl. But then you find out that girl was actually not in love with him. She was in love with her best friend. Ooh, that's skank. Um... <laughs> no, she's not a skank. She was beautiful <laughs> 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 so she, she was beautiful she loved her best friend and um and like um and you know she ends up getting killed uh by rin in that in that series because rin was jealous she wanted all the green-haired people to live she you know miku green hair but you know miku wasn't her name in the story and rin has her killed and so then this like you know war happens and um, they go to uh, like Rin, like Lin ends up like taking his own life for Rin to live, oh, and then okay. Rin goes like, <laughs> and so then Rin goes to this place to live like in solitude. But she ends up going to the same place as the best friend, and the best friend wants to get revenge on her, and um, like, but she can't kill her because she's too nice, I guess. And like you know, it ends there, and I thought like that's that's the end of it. No, it's like freaking complicated. Apparently, like Adam and Eve are a part of this, and what because Adam wanted, <laughs> yeah, yes, and like Adam wanted to create like like um, I guess there was like this evil person that wanted to create like these monsters, but there's like um, somebody else like like no, you can't do it. Which what has to do with Miku, the the one that that died that was in love with her best friend that she had to go. And you know, say, but she ends up falling in love, and like, like it's like freaking like different directions, 
and apparently there's this like competition where these three girls the four women have to like fight to be queen and I, like it's it's a lot like it's a lot to take in yeah, like so much like is it. happening yeah and it's just like you know there's this like each character that's brought in has a story like like and you learn like like the they have videos about that character's story so that series is like if you want to get into a series like like anybody watching like ho like holy crap watch that because when i first got into it i legit thought it was only seven videos about the seven like the seven deadly sins no there's like freaking 30 videos <laughs> and one of the and one of the videos is like 20 minutes long oh jeez like holy yeah ho like it's holy freaking crap like I said, I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> okay, so, so how about the videos I actually saw? So, I sent you the ones that were my favorite. Uh-huh. That I like. And, um, what's interesting about, you know, Vocaloids is that they're becoming mainstream. Or they're, not mainstream, but they're being recognized. Yeah. You know? Um... Even me, me who, uh, who like hasn't kept up with it, I've I've recognized that because I know Miko has opened for like Lady Gaga and she was at Coachella, and she uh, performed for David uh, Letterman. Oh yeah, I forgot and, about that. And she and a lot of artists have been sampling her music, which were the ones I sent you. Mm -hmm. So she's becoming like big, and she's becoming known now. So, um, about the artist sampling her. Uh-huh. You, you have committed a very grave sin. What? By forcing me to watch a, um, a, a Bad Bunny video. <laughs> bad Bunny, yeah, Bad Bunny, and he's, and he's really popular with the Latin culture. Like, very popular. First off, I'm, I'm black. <laughs> I know, I knew that was gonna... Shut up. <laughs> Second off, I can't stand Bad Bunny. It's not my fault he was one of the artists that sampled her, okay? Well, here's the thing. I actually kind of enjoyed that song. I had no idea what the hell anyone was saying. But <laughs> what was it? It was um, the Levin Polka Miku cover, right? Yep. Yeah. Now, the other one was uh, Big Boy... And what did he sample the same song? Or was it a different song? That was a totally different song. I don't remember because honestly, I didn't finish that one. I skipped it because I skipped just, it. I did not like that song at all. That is not my type of music at all. It was a so the so what Lizer is talking about. It was a it was a rap one. I like it rap. Was a rap. I just didn't like that song. I was like, this is trash. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> what I don't like about it is because it did degrade women. I didn't like that. Oh, absolutely. At all. Yeah. That's not even it what degraded. I mean. Though. It was just a boring song. I was like, "Wow, I can't sit through this." It it, it degraded women, but I stayed for Miku. So. <laughs> I stayed for the women. <laughs> I stayed for Miku. I had to support my girl, you know. Okay, now what, what about the actual like Vocaloid songs though, produced by Vocaloid? What do you mean? What's your what's? And and the playlist, like the other songs that like not, you know, samples on a song. What about the actual Vocaloid songs? They're, they're my favorite songs. Is, is there, yeah, like, they're... any one specific that you want to hear? Like, what did I think? 
Or do you just want me to go through my general thoughts of it? Okay. I would like for you to go through them and tell me what you think. Okay. Uh... Let me, let me pull up the list just to refresh my memory on it. I sent some lighthearted ones. I sent, I sent like one dark one. And I was, cause I was gonna send more. You're lucky I didn't send you, cause okay, a lot of people like to do is they like to get the Vocaloid songs. And I kid you not, there's, uh, there's this one song by Luca, Kaito, and Miku and it's called Acute. And somebody replaced them with um, Spongebob, Patrick, and Squidward. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> you're, I was about to send you that, and I was like, I'm going to save him the headache and not say, send that one. So the, the first one I want to I wanna talk about is, um, I don't even know the name of it because it's in Japanese, but it's the fourth one in, oh, in the list that you sent me. It's the one with um, Ren and Lin. Uh-huh. Oh, bring it. It's called bring it. Oh, okay. Um, do since when do they have heterochromia? It's just um the the style. It's, it's just, just stylized for that video. It's not stylized for that video. Um, bring it. Um, like the costume. Like, hey, so what Lizer's talking about? I sent him a video of them performing in concert. And when they perform in concert, they have to get licensed for certain models. And oh. so, yeah, so when you see, like, Vocaloids perform in concerts, they're using, uh, or I think they're like modules. I think they're called modules, yeah, modules, not models. And so with the modules, they have to get certain license to use them. So with this song, I guess they were able to get the license for that one. Is that why they don't include all the modules in the Project Diva games anymore? Yep, that's correct. That was my favorite part of, like, Project Diva X, was unlocking new modules. And then I got, the, mm -hmm. like, the new one that came out recently, and it's not there. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, so, um, like, um, one of my favorite producers is Wowoka, and he did Rolling Girl. He does Unknown Mother Goose, which is on my playlist that I sent you. Uh -huh. And um, when they released the new, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the new, it's not Project Diva, uh, like Projects, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the new game they released for the PlayStation. I don't know if it's for the Xbox 2, or the, I know it's on the Switch. But, oh no, not the new one for the Switch, but the one before it. Or was it the one? No, for the one for the Switch, a lot of they actually had a, a voting of what song they wanted added in the game, and a lot of people wanted Unknown Mother Goose. But because of Wowoka's passing, they couldn't get the license to put it onto the game. Oh, okay. So they have to get permission from the producer of what if they can use that song, or if they or what module they can use for that song too. Okay. So that's why. Now, the next one that I wanted to bring up was um, Blessed Messiah in the Tower of Al? I? Of I. I? Of I. Okay. I. That one was interesting. Wasn't it? I like that one. I, I, will, I will freely say I did like that one. And one thing I liked a lot was they kept framing Miku's face in a certain way. 
throughout the video and they do they do it three times so this right here is the beginning this is like two minutes into the song or so not even mm -hmm. maybe like a minute into the song and she's she's supposed to be like a messiah and they're supposed to go on a quest to collect these things it's her and like i'm they're, guessing they're, the they're... rest are vocaloids too the the rest are vocaloids and they're on they're on a quest to um to get these blessings right to, to save the world because they they live in a world so that's like i said i love vocaloids because people create their own stories and they create their own worlds uh -huh. and so with this one um they live in a in a world of youth and because um god claims it you know like it it's like forbidden or whatever they have to go through like a mission every I, th I think it's like every five or ten years they pick a messiah and the messiah has to go through this tower collecting the blessings and then th they have to go to the top and once they get to the top they are supposed to give the blessings so that world the the youthful world can live right so this was her at the beginning she's she's the messiah all her friends are by her side blah 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 she's happy she's ready to go on the adventure then the song goes on and slowly as they as they get to like the, the rooms that have the blessings each of her friends are slowly like i'm gonna take this one for myself and like they're ditching her mm -hmm. and part way through this is what they show she has like she's worried she's not sure if she's gonna be able to complete this mission she's not sure if she's gonna be able to save the the world blah 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 but she still has people by her side but you can see them like in the background like it's not fully animated it's like kind of still animation Mm -hmm. um so you can see them in the background and they look apprehensive as well and then it continues even further and finally we get this at, at like the very end and all of her friends have taken everything she goes to like this altar where she's su supposed to present the uh the nine things the nine blessings and she just has an empty torch and they say something like um like this was a true this was the true test to test like despair or something like that and you've you've created nine like sins or something like that and this is like yeah. her final phase so do you do you get the whole story like do you like did you get it i i'm going to have to like look through it a couple more times to fully get it but i think i do so what's happening is that she was supposed to go to the tower alone and collect the blessings but her friends uh know what actually is happening in the tower and each blessing is actually a trial she has to go through and each trial like um like the first one i'm trying to remember like water it's like they, she's supposed to drown uh, i know one's like magma magma she's supposed to walk through like you know magma yeah one is like earth like impossible crumbled, tasks like earth. impossible tax that that she has to do so her friends take it upon themselves to do it for her yeah so so they're actually sacrificing themselves but throughout the song it's framed as if they're betraying her yep and then it's revealed she at the end that, they, that they saved her mm-hmm what confused me though is when they said that like she's now released the sins and i was like what does that mean that one yeah i i, I still don't understand because that, that makes it seem like she did the wrong thing and now she's at fault for it but i'm thinking what i'm thinking too is that maybe since she has this knowledge like this is my fan theory that she has the knowledge and maybe she's gonna find a way to stop this cycle uh-huh that's my that's my fan theory. 
Okay. That's that's interesting. I, I can see that. I can see that also, being the thing that they come up with. Also, another note, um, you should definitely check out this producer's other work. Like, they have top-tier videos. Like, they probably, like, post one video. Like, I mean, they do, like, random, like, draw ones, but they post, like, one video. Like, maybe every, like, three, five months, and all their videos are so good. Like, I had to stop myself from sending you all their videos. <laughs> but I'm like, no, this is, like, my, my absolute favorite one from them, so I'm just gonna send this one. Okay. Uh, so then the next one that I want to bring up, I had actually seen already. Um... And it's the, the Miku Gumi uh, live concert one. Mm -hmm. And I, I've actually seen that one. But I I actually really like the um, the way that it's framed on stage and everything. And I like mm -hmm. that they, they start out in, um, in like, laptops and they're breaking out. Mm -hmm. you know? I, like, uh, obviously I have no idea what the hell they're saying because it's in Japanese. Um, but, like, here... Like, here's Miku in, inside of a laptop, and the screen's cracked, and she, she finds, like, I think it's a hammer? Yeah, she finds a hammer. And she starts, like, breaking at the glass of, of the screen, and it starts cracking little by little, and um, eventually it breaks fully, and she, like, runs out onto, like, the keyboard section, and she she's, like, made her escape, and she jumps off. It, it looks like a powered-up jump because, like, light gathers around her. Yeah, and then she does like it's beautiful. She does like a superhero landing, like, <laughs> and her headphones fly off, and she has to pick them back up. Yeah, and then she just like goes straight into the song, like like a freaking badass. And the song itself sounds great. I don't know what they're saying, but it sounds great. And I like I like this little thing that they did here, where she would lean to the side and put her arm out, and the words and were the extending. Words, yeah, I and actually like. Like, it legit, like, looks like I can touch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're holograms. I know they're holograms, but I mean, like, it, it looks so realistic. Because there's, like, like you know, it has to do, too, with, you know, the camera work. How, you know, the camera's position. Because sometimes when the camera position's, like, at a certain, like, at a certain angle, it doesn't look as good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, this right here was just perfect. Like, I loved it so much. So, so then she's singing for a while, and then Gumi comes out. And she's in another laptop on the other side of the stage. And she's saying, like, um, she's going to burn the house down. She's going to run away. And then she also picks up the uh, the hammer and starts doing the same thing. And she's bashing the screen. And then, <laughs> I love this, was that she just, like, says, fuck this with the hammer. Yes. <laughs> and just starts, like, kicking the screen. <laughs> and somehow gets out faster than Miku did with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and she she jumps she had down butts it. she had butts it too yeah and then she jumps down and I thought it was pretty cool that, that she also does her superhero landing and it's so powerful that it sends Miku jumping <laughs> I love it yeah that, that's I, I really like that video a lot that's probably my favorite out of the ones you sent this is I like this is actually a mashup of two different songs and this is my favorite mashup ever uh huh Um, bacterial contamination. Uh, I know that. That's the dark one I sent you. So two things. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't expect to see um, like half dead Miku's titties. <laughs> and also, 
it was just fucking gross. Like, look at this shit, dude. Miku turned into, like, the, the fucking uh, roach from Men in Black 1. Fun fact, that's not actually Miku. What is that's that? I don't remember the name. Like, I don't remember the name, but that's actually- It's been confirmed that that's not actually Miku. That's a different Vocaloid. Well, she's fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um... I- I know, this one is very creep- like... Like I said, there's other dark ones that want- like I said, I wanted to send, but I wanted to keep it more lighthearted. Right. But, yeah. So I'm like, this one will do. <laughs> yeah. So... In... <laughs> In terms of lightheartedness, uh, just be friends. Oh my gosh, by Luca. Yeah, that one was that was tough to get through. Was it? Yeah, that one like really hit hard for me. The um, the and it's uh, and it's not it's not funny, but I'm trying to see how I can word it. Um. She's so she's singing it, but she's singing it in the perspective of the guy's point of view. Right, because the the way I took it, and you know, this is just based on auto-generated subtitles and my understanding, was they were together and um, they found out that she was like sick and dying, and she's they, not she's not she's not dying. That's this is I'm saying my perception of of this. Oh. Uh, she's like sick and dying and they decide you know instead of having him deal with this pain she tells him she, she doesn't reveal to him that this is happening to her um, and she t like tries to break it off and, and let them just be friends that's, yeah. inter that's interesting for you to say that because I did not read it as like like I said this is everybody reads it differently everybody does yeah, but that's and why I did, it hit I, home for me because that was a situation I was in. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It was just like, like wow, like I, I really had to like take it slow with that one. Re regards. Regrets. <laughs> regards. Um, you that one. Because the reason the reason why I said that one of Luca because that was the very first Luca song I've heard. I heard. Oh really? That's the first Luca one I heard, and actually that's the one, cause like I'll like you know I when I listen to Darkwood Circus and I listen to uh, Michael's Honey Honey and then I found Luca's Just Be Friends and that's why I was like, oh is this an anime? <laughs> cause of how the art style is, so I was like, oh it's an anime, and that's what I was told. No, it wasn't an anime. It's their vocaloids. Okay. Um. Then the next one after that was uh, Dune. Yes, dude. I I like that one. Um, we we had a little laugh about it because I I took a screenshot to show Celeste. Uh, the the generated subtitles. All they said was like woohoo, woo 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 hoo. I was like, but what is she saying? Woohoo, woo 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 woo. It. I couldn't understand what they were saying, but it sounded really cool. Um. Okay. So, uh, funny story, this song was actually very controversial amongst the Vocaloid community. Okay, hold on. I, let, I, I want to <laughs> talk a little bit about visuals first, and then I want to talk about my um, interpretation. Yeah, go on. Because I'm sure that that will be part of that. So first, I want to say um, 
the design for Miku was kind of weird looking to me. Like, it felt like yeah, her proportions was... were weird. Yeah, and it's funny because I... It's weird seeing Miku in jeans, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> she did. The art style was very different, yeah. Like, it looks like... Like, I, I get she's she's wearing, like, a, a big shirt and jacket, but it feels like her proportions are off. Like, it feels like her neck is super long, and then her shoulders no, yeah, her neck, don't start yeah, until, like, where her wrist is. <laughs> in this picture where she's doing, like, the double piece, it looks like her shoulders yeah. are where her wrist is at. And I was like, that's really weird to, to see that. And then, you know, they kept they kept showing this of her, like, walking through the desert with this, like, squad behind her. And she's, like, wearing, like, Squadles. Nikes and, and jeans. I was like, that's... That's not Miku. <laughs> and then, like, out of nowhere, they just they just show, like, old-school Miku. And, like, and that looks fine. Mm -hmm. And she's in the usual, like, pleated skirt, stockings, like, that, that whole ensemble. And that looks fine. So My girl. why does the design look so different for that? And, I, like, that just kept bugging me. Like, it's not bad. It just, <laughs> seem, it just seemed off. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get you. And yeah. Then, and then as far as the actual song and the meaning behind it, I like I was I was bopping to the song. I liked the song a lot. And just like looking through comments and trying to figure it out because obviously the subtitles weren't helping me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it seemed like um it seemed like it was a song about like she was losing popularity and like people like it showed like the crew behind her walking. Sometimes mm -hmm. they would leave and like other ones would come in and that's supposed to be like you know she's losing popularity but the the um producers would go on and do other things and leave her mm -hmm. behind and, like other people would join in mm -hmm. and i'm i'm like okay that i make that makes sense from like a visual standpoint of like the meaning behind it but mm -hmm. isn't she getting super popular and like she's frontlining for american uh celebrities now which is like okay. huge for a japanese artist oh Okay, so the whole point wasn't really mainly focused on Miku. It was uh, about producers, you know, like like you said, finding their own, you know, their own style. It ended up like branching off and then new artists coming in. The controversy about it was, you know, like we were saying, where artists like other producers thought that um, I'm trying to remember um, Hachi, Hachi. Hachi is becoming a big producer. He he's writing a lot of songs for a lot of Japanese artists. He's actually wrote a lot of um of anime opening songs. Uh-huh. And and like he's he's you know doing that now. That's that's his work. And then um he ended up coming back and doing this song. And a lot of producers took it offensive because they saw it as that Miku is dead. The fandom's dead. And, um, and so the producers are, and uh, the producers, you know, were like, you know, that's not true, you know? Mm -hmm. But in reality, his message was a battle cry. It was a battle cry saying like that there will always you know, be people behind her. There will always be people behind her and that she'll still rise up. Right. And I, I know for a fact that he has said in the past, because when, when he does other things, now that he's gotten so popular, he doesn't use the name Hachi. No, he goes by his uh, actual name, if yeah. I remember correctly. So he, yeah. he was quoted once as saying, uh, no matter what I do, I will always come back to Vocaloid and to Miku Hatsune because it feels like home. I will mm -hmm. always come back as Hachi. Mm -hmm. I thought I, I think that's a really good quote to, to show like what his intentions are there. Yeah. like it, yeah, A lot of producers thought it was like him slapping them in the face when really he wasn't. Right. Um... 
but I, I, I like that one a lot. It, it was really cool to see that one. Um, and then the, the last one, which was also the last video on the list, was um, uh, Luca Witch. Mm -hmm. Witch Hunt. Yeah, Witch, witch Hunt. Um, that one, the song itself, I was like, eh, you know, it's whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I like the video, and I'm sure you want to talk about the message behind that one. Right. Oh, it's basically it's basically a witch hunt. Yeah, but <laughs> so, I, it, so, it seemed like there was like different interpretations in the comment section. So yeah, the, yeah go ahead. So um, the whole song is basically about a a guy and a girl falling in love, and you know, like there's like you said, there's people have their different you know ways of explaining it. But how I see it was that um, how I interpret it is that I a lot of people see the because okay so. The guy, I think, is maybe, like, some royal... Like, he has power. Yeah, he's like a prince or something. He's a prince or a duke or something, but he has power. And um, a girl who's new to the town comes in, uh, they meet, um, they end up falling in love, and uh, there's a priest, which is played by Miku. <laughs> and um, the priest... A lot of people see the priest as a jealous girl... Who wants the prince's attention. But how I interpret it. Is that I see it as a priest. Who honestly thinks that she's a demon. Because in my mind. When I think of priests. I don't see priests as you know. Like wanting. Some, I don't know. Like, like I said me. Like wanting someone. So my thing was. I think Miku honestly thought that she was a demon. And so she tells the prince. Who is in love with her. Like hey no she's. She's a demon. Like she's 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 not you know who you think she is, and of course he believes her, and so they ended up you know tying her to a, a cross, a cross, I think and it was they just light a her on post. No, I think it's a cross. And or post doesn't matter. <laughs> they tie her up. They, they they tie her up, and um, they light her on fire, and um, you know the. The guy, the prince is sad, you know, like, that's the girl he, like, he loves. Oh, man, and, I was um, gonna bang her. <laughs> basically, yeah. And, um, and, um, during it, she, like, um, grows wings and she flies off. Yeah. And a lot of people see it as that she was once an angel, she was actually an angel sent down from the heavens and because that she had fallen in love and she was betrayed she ended up becoming what they wanted her to be a demon okay so that's basically what i thought as well because uh having done like religious practice when i was younger and and seeing and writing a lot of you know stories involving angels on earth uh, it's a very common trope that when they feel immense despair or, or stuff like that, they um, it's like they lose hope in, mm -hmm. in God, basically. And their pure white wings will turn black. And it's it's mm -hmm. not so much that they've become evil, but they've been tainted by the, the sins of the world or, or something like that. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's like they lose the halo and, and stuff like that, too. Um, so that's that's kind of what I thought. Um, as far as like you said, you don't see the um, the priest as being like jealous. Uh, I see that a lot in in fiction and in some real things. 
um, mm -hmm. where it, it does happen. Even something as, you know, it, it's an old movie, but it's a very popular movie, um, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney movie. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Rolo, the, the, the priest. Yeah. Oh, that's an amazing song. That's one of the best <laughs> Disney songs ever. That's one of the best ones. I, I love that song yeah, so that much. that song's amazing. But that, that's a prime example of, of like, a man of the cloth who is actually, like, supremely evil. Uh -huh. And like he thinks he's doing everything in God's name, but he's really tainting God's name. And I, I can very easily see that being a thing in this video. My girl, no. <laughs> and that pretty much completes it. Like all the other things that I didn't mention, is just because they didn't really stick out to me. They were just songs. Like they were okay, but definitely not my favorite. But the, these ones that I mentioned here, except for the fucking uh, roach, <laughs> I, I liked I liked the ones that I brought up. The the and it's funny. I actually thought you were gonna get more in depth with um, the roach one. Oh fuck that! I hated that shit. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. hated that. I I actually saw it for a while after I closed my eyes. Uh, <laughs> it made no. me it made me queasy. Okay, funny. I mean, like I said, I don't know why I say funny fact because this is not a funny fact, but like I guess interesting fact. For some reason, when I'm like in my lowest points or my like darkest days, I have the tendency to watch dark Vocaloid songs. Okay, and I, this this and is I, a very common thing, and people people like they look at me when I say things like that, and like that's fucking weird. If you're feeling sad, why would you look at sad things? It, like, helps you release emotions. Yeah, and, like, that was, like, I went down a rabbit hole of, like, listening to, like, the most, like, fucked up Vocaloid ones. Because uh -huh. there's, there's a lot of fucked up ones out there. Like. What What is your favorite Vocaloid song? Oh, uh, don't. I like a lot. Like. Okay, so, so when you, when you're in, like, a low point like that, what is your usual go-to Vocaloid song that's like a dark one. I don't. It's honestly like when I say dark, I mean like like not sad dark. I mean like freaking messed up, fucked up, dark, dark. And right, yeah. But what's what is your? Do you have like a specific go-to one that you start off? Not with? not not with not with dark, not with dark. Okay. Honestly, so like I just one. Uh, the reason I, I was bringing that up is because. I've, I've told you plenty of times over the years of what my favorite Vocaloid song is, which is um, uh, Chain Girl, and it's it's a Miku song, and it's it's like, it starts off kind of dark. Have you heard it? I've... No, I don't think so. So it, it starts off kind of dark, and basically what it is, is her... It, like the visuals are actually Miku there and she's chained and she's like kind of dirty not like not like she's a slave or being beaten or anything like that but she's like trapped basically mm -hmm. and it starts off with lyrics like um like I failed the test and blah 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 like that kind of thing but eventually it's it starts to get more serious and she's saying like I feel like I have no control over my own life I'm just a puppet and I don't know who's controlling me I don't know where to go, I don't know where this road's going to lead me, and all I can do is just follow it, and I have no control over my own decisions, everything's being done for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, if, if a real-life pop star said this kind of thing in a song, it'd be a cry for help. 
mm-hmm. and and for me personally that that's that was like a hard-hitting thing because for so long in my life i felt like i had no control over my own things that i can do because you know of, of like different issues in, in my own life and it felt like i just had to stay on the straight path and then by the end of the storm the chains dissolve and they break away to light and it suddenly becomes a hopeful song like the tempo uh, picks up her voice hits a new octave and she's she's still saying like i don't know who who the master is i don't know who makes up the grand scheme but now i am going to make my own decisions and i'm i'm in control mm-hmm. now and that's where i feel like i'm at now in my life right now where i feel like like nothing was ever truly holding me back and and you know the most literal sense but now i've mm-hmm. realized that and i can move on and i can do my own thing so before we started the podcast as as i've said plenty of times over i haven't really been into vocaloids majorly for the past couple of years this yeah. song came out a little over 10 years ago so i was like i want to revisit it and see how i feel now one i still yeah. feel the same it gives me massive goosebumps two i had no idea but they redid it with um oh. new visuals and like they it's not a remix but they've just like re-recorded the audio so it's better quality mm-hmm. and just chills down my spine it's so good I, I definitely yeah. recommend this song to people. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. But it's interesting, too. What I love is that some producers will go back to their old work and, like, reprise them. You know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So it was, like, a 10-year anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. And the literally the only difference between the two versions, aside from quality, is just, like, the intro. She She's kind of, like, sing-talking. And in, in the original, it's, like, part of the song. But in the, the remake, it sounds like it's a separate piece. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it's my favorite Vocaloid song. Uh, I gotta check out both versions. Yeah, followed closely by you know, Love Is War because that was my intro song to the whole Vocaloid thing. And uh, funny enough, uh, Butterfly on on your right shoulder. Oh, by uh, Len. Yeah. So no, here's the thing. There's a Len nope. version and there's a Rin version. I don't like oh, either like one of them. But there is a Len is and Rin version together, and that one is amazing. I gotta check that one out. They've I've done... only heard the Len one. Yeah, they've done it live. I don't know if it's ever been, like, its own song on its own. But I know that they've done it live on stage with both of them together. And it starts off with, with Rin, and she's singing alone. And then, you know, through the power of not being real people, Len steps out of her. And they start singing together. And the crowd is crazy. See that. Yeah, it's so I gotta good. see that. I love it. It's so good. That that's like okay. my favorite Len Rin song together. Okay, so actually I my favorite one, like Vocaloid song, is Rolling Girl. I love Rolling Girl so much that I actually learned how to play the intro on the piano. <laughs> that's awesome. I, yeah. I learned how to play like the intro like and it's funny because a lot of people when they don't you know hear the lyrics they don't think of it as a sad song uh-huh but but it it's a sad song I want it so bad for you to be like oh my favorite vocaloid song is uh world is mine or like popey po the world is mine. I know that that's a good one and and you know it's it doesn't have a happy ending you know that's the thing it doesn't have a happy ending uh-huh but 
I still love it. And I remember um, when that game, when uh, Project, I think it was Project Diva F, it was Project Diva F Second when the DLC dropped and it had Rolling Girl on it. I remember I purchased it and I played that song like no one's business. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much and, and it's a song I still play over and over again. I haven't seen Chain Girl in any of the um, Project Diva games. And that, that makes me sad. Because <laughs> like even though I haven't been keeping up with Vocaloid, I still get the games. They're still fun to play. Oh, by the way, people, Vocaloid's so popular, they have a lot of games. A lot of games, like, surprisingly. For the, the PS Vita, um, the PS4, the Nintendo Switch... And I've always bought. So I remember I had it. I had it for the oh the PS3. I remember when Project Diva F Second came out for the PS Vita and the PS3. I bought both versions. <laughs> like I supported the crap out of them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them, and they're really good. They're they're your they're your, your basic rhythm games for the most part. But just just to have like the characters in front of you. And I know some games let you swap out which characters sing the song, and it actually changes the voice. It's it's really good. I it's my personal recommendation would be um, Project Diva X, just because it has the um, the addition of the modules that like you can be playing a song, and if you do really well on a certain part of it, your character will change mid-song, and it'll be uh, a new costume or a new character altogether. And you get to if you if you finish the song and you you know you do you do well. Um, you get to keep it, and you can just continuously unlock them. My favorite, like, till this day, is always going to be Project Diva F Second. <laughs> always. So, you, Project Diva F, I, and it's funny, because I remember when Project Diva F came out, uh, it was only, like, at first it was only in Japanese. And I really wanted the game, and I still bought it for the PS3, and I remember how to go through, like, I could, I can't read kanji whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to guess. <laughs> I had to guess a lot. But that was my first. That was my very first uh, Project Eva game. Uh huh. And I still buy them yeah. to this day. So you you guys can either get a, a newer version. You can get an older version. Uh, she recommends F Second. I recommend X. Uh, the only downside to X is that there's like very few songs on it. Honestly. I was to say. Uh, X is actually my least favorite one. Because of the amount of songs? Because of the amount of songs and um, how we are, how we get the modules. I personally don't like it. Uh, I, I love that I, part. It's a nice little I, challenge. I, I, I mean, because, like, I would play that game and, like, if I want a new Rin costume, and, like I said, the, the amount of songs they have for, like, the other characters, like, the other Vocaloids, like, is really sad. Yeah. Because if I want to, if I want to get a Kaito song, like I mean a Kaito module, I have to play like, and it's like you don't have to use the module for like that specific song, like you can change like Miku's with Ren, but it's still Miku's voice bank, you know? Yeah. So it just it's it's weird, you know? And so if I want to play like you know like, luckily for um, Project Diva X, they have uh, Ren song Lost Ones Weeping. Which is one of my favorite Marin songs, and I regretted not sending you that one. <laughs> I ended up, <laughs> I ended up sending you Tengoku, but I love Tengoku too. That's that's one of my faves. 
But lost, but yeah, like it sucks because I have to play the song over and over and over and over, and sometimes I get the same module, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that's a thing. and I, I'm like, and I get pissed because I'm like, no, give me a new one, and I'll get like one of those modules that because like each module has like certain effects, and then one of them is like uh, guarantees you a rare one, and I'll play that one, and it gives me like a rare one that I already have, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what's this? Yeah, that, that, that is definitely a downside, especially if you're trying to unlock all of them. It, it becomes mm -hmm. a hassle. Um, and, then, and then, like, you know, with, with this one, like, I like, what I like about this one, because this one kind of gives you, like, missions. And I love the mashups. Like, I love, I actually love, like, what I love about the X is that you have those mashups. And, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens to me. I, I legit lost my train of thought. Those mashups? Yeah, but I don't remember where I was going. <laughs> oh, because I was talking about the missions. Uh -huh. What I like, what I, okay, so what I like about the game is I like the, the that it kind of like gives you missions, and I like the mashups. But what I don't like about the missions is that you're kind of it's repetitive, you know. Like, I beat the whole thing, and it's like, oh, like, because you have to fill up clouds, like, the clouds are dark, and you have to, like, light them up by playing a song. And then you beat it, and it's like, you have to do it all over again, but you have to get more points. And it's just like... Give me new songs, please. <laughs> hey! That's... That's, um, Project Diva, not, is it F-Second? It's Project Diva F-Second. My guy was going ham. Yeah, and that's <laughs> another thing, too, um, with Project Diva F, Project Diva F-Second, you, they, you have these rooms and, um, with the Vocaloids, and you can do interactions with them. Uh -huh. That's another thing I like about Project Diva F and F-Second. So, and see that—that's what it is. That—that's one of the—that's Len's room, yeah. and they gave him the the maracas and because when you give them like certain like items, they do certain things with them like that. And he just fucking went off. Yep. Um. So so every week we we do you know the swap and everything and and we we say oh are you going to continue? Now, from last week when we were talking about VTubers and then you mentioned Vocaloid. I knew that my answer at the end of it would be yes, I am going to continue. Because I never truly stopped. It's just kind of like an on and off again relationship. Yep. Yep. That's that's how it is with me. Like yeah. it's always on and off. Like I'll be in the mood for it, like and then I won't listen to a vocalod song till like a few months later. Yeah, and then it'll just be an absolute binge. Yeah. And I, I somehow always end up going back to the old stuff too. The classics are always a jam. Yeah, always they're, a jam. they're so good. I always go back to obviously Chain Girl, but one that I that I also never miss is um, Love Is War. I always go back to Love Is War. Love Is War is a good one. Um, and then of course the games. Uh, every once in a while, I pop the games in and, and, and I play those too, because I'm I'm not very good at them, but I do like rhythm games. If he if he were to go on the PS4 and see me playing. 
eight out of ten on playing Project Diva. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you're playing I... like a game with me. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we need to play a game together. Sure. Um. So, is there anything else you wanna you wanna add before I I leap into what next week's topic will be? I'm like trying to think if I covered everything. I think I covered everything. Yeah, I'm good. I, like, guys, come on, you gotta listen to some Vocaloids. Yeah. On like honestly, like, eat like there's they have genres for like almost everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a very broad category. Like Vocaloid can be its own category, and it just has like a million subcategories in it. Yep, and like I'm saying, like there's stories. There's some that have stories. There's some that are just like songs. But the seriously, like. I'm pretty sure if I wasn't into Vocaloid, I don't, I don't know. I like anime, so if I see this, I'm gonna be interested. But I, <laughs> I mean, I've met, I've met people, you know, that don't watch anime and they like Vocaloid songs. Yeah, and it could work either way. So give it a try, people. Vocaloid all the way. Okay. So now we get into what next week's topic is gonna be, and it's my turn. Yay! So I have a question for you. Do you like I jazz? Might have no. <laughs> kind of. I, I kind of like jazz. Kind of depends. So before I say anything, I want to know why you reacted that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of like nervous. <laughs> I'm like kind of nervous. I am nervous. Why? What do you think it is? Uh. My mind's going somewhere different, and I know that's for a fact. It has no jazz in it, like, whatsoever, so I don't know why I'm thinking that. Wait, what? Like, what is it? I don't want to talk about it because you might have... It's a bad anime, and I don't want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> um, well, so you kind of like jazz, huh? Kind of, it depends. Okay. Uh, well... I'm pretty sure you knew this day was coming since we decided to do this podcast together. Are we going back in time? <sighs> you have to watch five episodes of Beastars. Oh my god! My <laughs> mind was over different! <laughs> I've been trying to get I... Celeste to watch Beastars since, like, episode one I... dropped on Netflix. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Cowboy Bebop. Nope. And that's exactly why I chose that, because that's where I figured your mind was gonna go. I was like, I like Cowboy Bebop. It was Cowboy a ruse. It was. I wasn't expecting this shit. <laughs> Finally, you have to do it. <laughs> Guys, Liza's been talk like he. I remember when he was like so into this. He was like, Oh my god, no! <laughs> just, I would just like send her voice recordings, like, so you like B stars. <laughs> The, the, wasn't there like a running I'm pretty sure there was like a running joke for a while of what me asking you to watch Beastars Beastars and I think I was talking about like the wolf and the bunny oh, yeah you kept saying I don't want to see the wolf fuck the bunny and I was like that's not <laughs> what the show's about <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> she kept calling me a furry I'm like I'm not a fucking furry <laughs> I'm like I don't want to watch your furry shit <laughs> It, it's it's legitimately a, a good show though. It's it's like um, how how would I label it? It kind of starts off with like a murder Hurry. mystery. 
fuck off. <laughs> it starts off with like a murder mystery, and it becomes like this this social uh, thing about like different class systems and them um, interacting with each other, and like um, you know, your body, your choice. Like it, it hits all these different topics. All I remember is that the bunny sells her body. No, she doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I could have sworn you told me the bunny sells her body. No. <laughs> I guess not. I said that that was a thing that people kept saying, and she doesn't. Oh. You'll, you'll understand, because you got to watch five episodes. Uh, I will. Season two comes five. out soon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. I look I'm... like Len right now, just waving maracas around. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys don't understand. He's been wanting me to watch this shit for like ever. Beastars came out, I think, like two years ago at this point, and I saw it at premiere, and I've been bugging Celeste to watch it ever since. Uh... Like, Legoshi is voiced by uh, Jonah Scott, who like streams on Twitch, and he's just like he banks on that shit. Like, I think just the other day he, he uploaded a video where, like, everyone's doing, like, Christmas cookie videos, and he's like, I'm decorating Le Legoshi cookies. <laughs> it's like, really? Oh <laughs> Damn. I wish I could bake on that shit. <laughs> you watch the five Come episodes on. and we can make Legoshi cookies. Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. Do it, do it. <laughs> It'll be too late. <laughs> oh man, you guys, oh you guys have no idea how happy I am that I fi I'm finally getting her to do this. I think this it's literally is... just the power of the podcast that's making her do it because she she would not be watching it otherwise. Hey, I watched that other one, the raccoon one. That one was good. That one was good. I didn't finish it, but that one was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> week after next, I'm gonna put that and you have to la watch the last five episodes. <laughs> How many episodes is in that one? I don't know. I think 12. I think they're about oh. the same, yeah. There's only one season each of, of them. God. The raccoon. <laughs> I, I, hey, the raccoon was good. I liked it. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name, but I like that one. I actually, that one, I actually did talk to Liza about for a while. Yeah. I have the habit, like, even if I'm into an anime, doesn't matter if I like the anime, doesn't matter if I don't like the anime, I have the habit of when I watch anime, I watch up to, like, a certain, like, part, and I just, like, stop, and I'm like, I'll finish it today, and I don't finish it, and I'll be like, I'm in the mood to watch it, but I still don't watch it. Yeah, I do the same thing, a lot, which is vastly so different to when we were younger, and to be like, I watched two seasons today, like, what? I know. <laughs> Like, I remember, you know, like, too, like, you know, like, I I was one of those freaking weebs. Like, yeah, I've watched this, this, and this. Oh, yeah, I, I watched this in this amount of time. Or, yeah, I watched these, you know, in this span. Like, oh, my God. I was so annoying back then. <laughs> Dude, uh... I, used to, I, I used to, like, bug Lizer, like, to the point where I would turn off an anime for him. Really? Yes, I remember you told me 
I forgot what anime it was, but you told me that I talked about anime so much that I turned it off for you and that you refused to watch it. I don't remember. I don't remember what anime it was, but you told me, and then that's why I'm like, okay, I gotta keep my mouth shut. I don't doubt it. <laughs> but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't remember the anime. I don't remember, but I remember I would talk about it like every single day. And that it big it annoyed the shit out of you and you're like, just stop. <laughs> oh, <no>. And I did. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh... that's why that's why I said I, I'm glad I'm not that type of person no more because I'm pretty you know, I'm pretty sure that it does get annoying. I mean, it happens, though. Like, I'm sure we were younger back then, so it was like, I don't want to we deal were, with this yeah. anymore. No, but... no, we were we were younger back then. That's yeah. the thing, we were. Yeah, so it was like, I was less willing to, to deal with something like that. But even now, like, like now when I'm, I'm definitely an adult, I'm not going to reveal my age because, you know, there might be some, like, old man who wants to touch my butthole. <laughs> um, but... Like, I, I get one one thing here, fun fact about Lizer. I really, really love Broadway musicals. And. Back. Yeah. And I know I can, like, talk people's ears off about them. Especially the ones that, like, are my favorites. And I know it gets super annoying. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm just really passionate about this. What one, one movie that me and Lizer are very passionate about is Anastasia. It's my favorite movie of all time. I, that's a good movie. Did you know it's she's being considered a Disney princess now? Yeah. So here, here's a little side tangent, guys. Uh, as I just said, that is my favorite movie. Um, Bluth made that movie with Fox, uh, and it was supposed to be basically a message to Disney saying, we can make quality movies. We don't need your money. We don't need the big staff you have. We can make something people will love without your funding. And it was like a big fuck you to them. And then now mm -hmm. Disney bought Fox and has just taken Anastasia and been like, hey, this is our stuff now. And it's basically just telling Bluth to fuck off. I cry. I cry every time. I cry. I know my friend's like been posting like Anastasia and it's like, um... Yeah, about Bash. Um, that's mine. Step away. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode about Anastasia. We should. Yeah, I'd be down Maybe for that'll that. be the, that'll probably be the next episode. Like, not the next one, but the one after. Yeah, because next episode is Beastars. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or, we can, or we can make it next episode. Nah. Nah. So, as, as we close out, I do want to say one last thing that we promised to, to say last time and it's the story of how we met and how it relates to vocal oh, that's the that's the reason why i brought this up because this is an homage to our friendship yes uh so do you want to tell it or should i you should tell it because i kind of i remember bits and pieces but i know you have a better memory than i do yeah but i'm getting up there so my memory's getting kind of foggy too uh but basically <laughs> we were both cringe kids um very good, like I said earlier. Yeah, Facebook was kind of new. Uh, we each had, like, here's my personal page, but I'm going to make a side page where I can roleplay. Because <laughs> uh, that was that was the cool kid thing to do, was roleplay. Uh, so I, being the little shit nugget I was, 
um, I was role-playing as Len Kagami because I had an obsession with blonde hair and blue eyes because I guess I'm secretly a Nazi or some shit. Uh, <laughs> God, nobody take that out of context. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just, I loved, I, I love the Kagami twins and apparently they're not fucking twins anymore. Um, and I, w- I would just role-play as, as Len very poorly. And I entered a that group... Huh? I'm like, that was the beginning. Yeah. I entered a group. Um, I don't even think it was focused on Vocaloids. I think they just had like a it Vocaloid wasn't... time. And it, it, we, it was like a chat going on. And it was a group chat. Yeah, it was a group chat going on. Not like a private, but like in comments of like a post, you know? Yeah. yeah. And a few of us in that chat uh, were like, hey, this is fun let's continue outside of this because there's like a bunch of other people uh so it was what like four or five of us yeah it was like it was not that it was just a handful of people yeah and we made our own private chat and messages and just started you know going back and forth with role playing and then the longer we did it like i guess we felt comfortable with each other which is incredibly stupid because we were strangers on the internet um and we started revealing like personal information and do that kids keep your identity as a secret yeah um and eventually it became like here's my real page uh here's my family here's here's this and here's that and my social security number yeah and like uh, uh, like for the case of me and you we went from like complete strangers to roleplay buddies to now i consider you like my sister we're we're very close yeah it's been like close to 15 years now that i've known you yeah me and wiser we're 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 family we consider each other family yeah it's crazy <laughs> and i didn't role play as a, a vocalite i role played as shammy from i don't know i don't know exorcist yeah yeah i remember and, and we <laughs> had we had the um the kaito role player remember him I don't remember. Oh, man. He was in our chat. He was in the messages, too, in the private messages. And he was claiming that he was a popular cosplayer in Japan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he was cosplaying Kaito. Uh, But this man spoke perfect English, and he would say that he has broken English and everything, which was, like, a big flag. And he gave Mm -hmm. us, like, the most basic of basic Japanese names, which is Sora, and he was explaining how that meant Sky. Um... (laughs) He was never active in times that a Japanese person living in Japan would be active, because obviously time zone difference. He was always mm-hmm. active during American time zones. Um, and he would just give us, like, the most basic stock photos. And, like, oh, this is what I did today, and it's just, like, stock cosplay <laughs> photo. And I'm like, dude, you're not who you say you are, and we know you can drop the act. Like, you don't have to roleplay beyond the roleplay. <laughs> Like, we don't care about that shit. He had, like, four layers of roleplay going on. We were like, dude, just stop. <laughs> and I think his girlfriend was in the thing, too, and they both left. Yeah. Because they saw that we were just, like, no oh. longer interested. It's, it just stopped being a roleplay group, and it just became us being friends, and we were just talking. Yeah, we were just chatting. Yeah. So, oh, so man. That's, that's our cringy-ass origin story. Freaking role players <laughs> into <laughs> podcasters. In, in on Facebook. Yeah. 
Guys, don't don't give <laughs> out you. your personal information on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> One of two things will happen if you give out personal information on Facebook. You'll be murdered or you'll be put in a podcast. Which one's yeah. worse? <laughs> so, it's the podcast now. I have to watch the beast. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> oh. Uh, Alright, well that's it for this one. Uh, hope you guys will be back next week to see Celeste's reaction to Beastars. I feel, like, I feel like she'll, she'll actually kind of like it, but she probably won't continue it. Uh, I'll probably like... I'll probably hit, pretend that I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> Alright, that's it for now. Good night, everyone. Good night, hey, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy... I think Hanukkah's still going on. Um, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa's is going to start soon, I believe. Yeah, Kwanzaa, yeah. Uh, we might do one more podcast before the New Year. I don't know if... Do you think the Beastars one will premiere before New Year's or after? Um, let me check really quick. I think before. As long as there's no delays. Yeah, before. It's because um, Wednesday is the 30th. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Beastars. That'll be the last podcast of the year. And then Celeste will have the honors of the very first podcast of the new year. Hey. No, you know, no pressure or anything. <laughs> no I'm going to pick the best film out of everything. You know that already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody.